Welcome to the Womb Happy Hour with Lorraine Giordano. It's time to connect with your feminine energy center, your own body, to achieve anything that your heart desires. It's a discussion about a place you may have not discussed so much, the place down there. Now, here is your host, Lorraine Giordano. Hello and welcome to the Womb Happy Hour. I'm your host, Lorraine Giordano. I'm your intuitive energy healer host with a... uh, inclination to talk about opportunities for ladies related to down there and uh, for improvement of health and their creativity. So hope you're having a lovely day. I would love to connect with you. Uh, You can reach out to me on Facebook. My page is Inspired to Health. You can follow me on Twitter at Inspire the Number Two Health and on LinkedIn. I'll spell my name. It's uh, L-O-R-R. A-I-N-E, Giordano, G-I-O-R-D-A-N-O. And uh, let's take a couple of deep breaths. Kind of pull the energy down. Kind of feel a little bit more grounded. Had Had a hectic day. All right, so on today's episode, uh, we are talking with Jackie Bolin. And she is a expert on menstrual cups, and she is very passionate on uh, helping to have reusable feminine products uh, found in the hands of every single menstruating person. And uh, she's very passionate about kind of spreading the word, spreading reviews and information. So, Jackie... If you'd like to, hi, I forgot to say, if you'd like to contact Jackie, please check out her website at JackieBolin.com. It is J-A-C-K-I-B-O-L-E-N.com. That's JackieBolin.com. And she has a great website, ReusableMenstrualCup.com. And she's very involved in social media. So on Pinterest, You can find her at Jackie K, and I'm going to spell it out, B-O-R, or K-O-R-E-A, and on Twitter, it's B-O-L-E-N underscore Jackie, J-A-C-K-I-E, and she's on Google Plus at uh, Jackie Bolin, and check her out on Facebook as well, Menstrual Cups. One, two, three, four. So as you can tell by her handles, she's a, she's a fan of menstrual cups. All right, Jackie, welcome to the show. How's your day going? Uh, yeah, it's really good so far. I live in Vancouver, and it's actually sunny here, which is quite unusual for this time of year. So, yeah, I feel good about that. Yeah, you're our first guest calling from Canada. So congratulations. Oh, really? Wow. Yes. We've broken the Canada seal. That sounds good. All right. So you um, are a big advocate for women, and you're a big uh, advocate for the earth as well. So before we get into the nitty-gritty, you know, I think that a lot of women are familiar with disposables versus non-disposables for the feminine products that they use. So like disposable pads and tampons. Can you you know, explain or give some more details or context uh, on reusables. 
Uh, yeah, sure. So reusables have just become more and more popular in the past, say, like five years. Um, the Keeper Cup was the first menstrual cup in kind of the modern era, and it's been around for about 20 or 30 years. But I think just a lot of people didn't know about it. And in the past, like, say, five years, things like the Diva Cup and the Moon Cup and Lunette Cup uh, have just, the popularity has just been spreading kind of through word of mouth. And people are telling their friends and giving them as gifts to people. And I think those companies also are getting bigger and their advertising budgets are getting a lot bigger. So they've kind of just come into the mainstream more. So uh, I'm, for one, very happy about that, that the word is getting out there about these amazing products. And also... Um, there's cloth menstrual pads, which are quite similar to disposable pads, but uh, they're made of cloth and bamboo and other kind of natural fibers. And yeah, both menstrual cups and uh, reusable cloth pads can be used for five to ten years, kind of depending on how well you care for them and if you get a top quality one or not. So they both have the potential to replace, say, like thousands of pads or tampons. And yeah, it's amazing. And I just hope that more and more people will make the switch to either cloth pads or um, menstrual cups. Yeah, and, and what are your thoughts on period panties? Because things have kind of came out like gangbusters uh, in the past couple of years. Oh, yeah, well, I actually um, review some period panties on my website, and uh, I think they also were quite good. But I actually don't love, personally don't love them. Um they are kind of okay if you want to use them as, like, a panty liner replacement or something like that, like if you wear a menstrual cup and just need a little bit of, like, backup protection. But uh, in terms of absorbency, they're not actually uh, super reliable, I feel like. So, I don't know. I don't love them as much as I love, like, menstrual cups and cloth pads. But I think they are kind of a nice option if you just need, like, a little bit of extra protection. And, yeah, things are quite popular. Uh, these days, they have this kind of a referral program where you can get, I think it's like $10 off if you refer someone who buys a pair of them, which I think is why they've become so popular. So, yeah, they're a good product, but I just personally don't really love them as much as the other options. Interesting. So now, you know, I think the majority of young girls and women um, are using traditional, you know, pads and tampons, you know, because they're in every pharmacy and they're all mm-hmm. more. But what do you think some of the reasons why someone might want to use something like a menstrual cloth or a cloth pad instead of a disposable? And what sure, would well, you give it a try? Like, what's your personal story? And then why do you think someone else might want to give it a try? Sure. Well, I'll start with my personal story first, and then I'll maybe talk about three of the kind of the main benefits that I usually highlight on my blog. So um, I only discovered menstrual cups maybe like four or five years ago. Um, One of my friends just told me about them. She was doing a master's degree in marketing and she focused on menstrual cups for her final project. And she was just telling me about it. And then I said, what are menstrual cups? Like, how did I not know about them? And then she told me about them. And then I started asking other friends and they were like, oh yeah, like we've been using them for years. And I was like, how did I, like, miss this whole thing? It was like I had honestly never heard of them, which I'm not uninformed. I, like, read blogs and, like, I listen to podcasts, and I just – it was so crazy to me. So I started looking up on the Internet um, just, you know, like, about menstrual cups and also reusable cloth pads at the same time. And 
I just discovered there was all these kind of like terrible websites, just like LiveJournal and kind of like MySpace and kind of like those old, old, old school kind of websites. And yeah. it was really hard to read, hard to get a lot of information. The reviews were like not easy to just, is this a good cup or not? Like it was confusing and I didn't really uh, connect with any of those websites. And I just thought, why is there no like good websites about that? or about menstrual cups to spread the word. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to start a website <laughs> about menstrual cups because I was just so into it. And I just was like, there has to be a good website out there where people can just get like information in an easy to understand kind of way. So um, yeah, that's why I started my website. And then over in the past, whatever, four or five years since I heard about them, I've learned so much about menstrual cups and I've tried so many of them and have done a bunch of research and... Yeah, so it's been an interesting journey from that point, um, just knowing nothing to the point I'm at now. So It's like you broke through the, the secret society of menstrual cup users and kind of taken it to the next level, which is really cool. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. So um, should I talk about the benefits of menstrual cups? Or Well, why, why do you think someone... So let's say for listeners who who have never or might have heard about a menstrual cup but might have been nervous to use. What do you think some of the um, reasons why it might be worth trying? Like whether it's a menstrual sure. cup or a uh, menstrual cloth? Okay. Well, the well, like one of the first reasons is uh, that reusable products are better for your health. And I know that you talk about this on your blog. You have like quite a few articles about it actually that um, – Disposable pads and tampons contain chemicals or harmful chemicals and pesticides in them. And part of the problem is that manufacturers aren't really required to disclose this because in the U.S. the FDA classifies these products as like medical devices. Uh, so it's trace amounts, but exposure to that stuff can just kind of add up over time. So by using uh, reusables like uh, menstrual cups or cloth pads, you can avoid uh, exposure to these chemicals. So for me, that's probably the most important reason. And it's one that people don't really know about for some reason. I didn't know that maybe tampons were going to cause, you know, some sort of, there's no definitive studies, I guess, but it's just like putting chemicals straight into your bloodstream month after month after month and year after year after year is obviously not a good thing for your body. So uh, yeah, I was super happy just to make the switch. And that's, yeah, my first main reason uh, why you might want to try out something like a menstrual cup. Yeah, you know, I'm not, I'm not, and I, I've mentioned this on other shows. I'm not a fan of menstrual cups, um, but I do think it's important that young girls and all sorts of women know that these options are available and they can make your life easier, healthier. And I, I also think that. Um, even like taking care of the earth, like there's less pollution involved with, you know, all those tampons and pads are affecting the environment. They're, you know, and the chemicals within them impact the environment as well. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, I've seen like studies that show that the average uh, person uses around like 11,000 to 16,000 tampons over the course of their lifetime. And there's also like the plastic from the pads and then the packaging and then all the manufacturing processes and the shipping transport and all that, all the pollution created from that. So 
it really does make a difference. Um, so if you compare those, like, say, 16,000 tampons to maybe, like, if the average person menstruates for 40 years and a menstrual cup lasts for 10 years, you could use actually the four menstrual cups instead of that huge amount of waste that goes to the landfill. So uh, it's actually just so much better for the environment. And menstrual cups can often also be recycled depending on where you live. Sometimes, like, uh, sex toy shops will recycle the silicone ones or... Um, yeah, there's often like plastic kind of recycling. You just have to check with the municipality that you live in or some of the sex toy shops in your area, and which is pretty amazing, which I, yeah, and the potential is huge, I think, if more and more people made the switch. Yes. And so we're going to take a break, but we'll be back in two minutes and we'll pick up the conversation. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Visit InspiredToHelp.net for help in feeling more grounded, centered, and relaxed using different energy healing tools. Lorraine Giordano works with women and men in person or via Skype or telephone sessions. You can sign up for a single session or try one of our discounted multi-session packages. We also offer three levels of Reiki classes. Find out more at InspiredToHelp.net. You can even book Lorraine for a workshop or speaking event. Visit InspiredToHelp.net today. Do you get a little nervous or hesitate to discuss topics down there that aren't talked about often? We hear you. Or are you curious to look at frequently discussed topics from a different perspective? Visiting InspiredToHelp.net opens up a whole world of discussion that you may not have known even existed. Lorraine Giordano offers a form of open and frank discussion about those seemingly unmentionable topics down below. Visit now, InspiredToHelp.net. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to the Womb Happy Hour. To reach Lorraine Giordano, her guest, or if you have a comment on the show, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to info at inspiredtohealth.net. Now back to the Womb Happy Hour. Hi, everybody. We're back. Listening to the Womb Happy Hour, our lovely guest this week is Jackie Bolin. And uh, Jackie, we were talking about reasons why someone might want to try um, a non-disposable versus a disposable. Uh, And based on my own experience, uh, talking to younger girls and older women, I think there's, um, you know, physical activity is a concern. You know, am I going to leak? What if I have to swim? What are your thoughts on, on those kind of activities? 
Oh, yeah, for sure. I think a menstrual cup is amazing for all of those things, uh, swimming or if you like run marathons or go backpacking or just traveling to another country. Um, yeah, menstrual cups, they can hold up to some of the high capacity ones can hold up to about 40 milliliters of fluid. And the regular ones like the Diva Cup or the Moon Cup hold around 25 to 30 milliliters. Uh, well, the average tampon holds only five milliliters milliliters or a tampon, a jumbo tampon holds about 10. So in general, the menstrual cup will have uh, three to four times the capacity of even a jumbo tampon. So if you do sports or if you're kayaking or just any of those things, a menstrual cup is so much better than a tampon. You have to deal with it way less. And um, yeah, another benefit is if you're say backpacking around the world or you're going on like a big camping trip or something like that, you just have to bring your one menstrual cup instead of a box of tampons. You don't have to worry about availability, buying more of them on the road in a foreign country and you're not sure about brands or just any of those things. So it's actually just, um, I always recommend it for people who play sports or do any sort of outdoor stuff or travel stuff. Um, But reusable cloth pads are not great (laughs) for those things. Um, Obviously, you can't use them when you're swimming, but... Um, they actually shift around a little bit more than the disposable pads. So they're not great if you play sports. And if you just look at the reviews on Amazon, you'll see that many people actually mention that. And that's probably one of their biggest weaknesses, actually. And, um, yeah, if you use disposable or, like, reusable pads um, when you're traveling or whatever, you have to, like, wash them in a washing machine. So if you're at home, you just throw them in with your regular laundry. But when you're on the road, it's not easy Uh, to do. So I actually don't recommend them for that because you'll just have these soiled pads that you're trying to like deal with and whatever. But a menstrual cup for that purpose is is excellent actually and better than disposables. Yeah, it sounds easy peasy and uh, travel friendly and physical activity, activity friendly. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So now what are your thoughts, um, you know, if someone's interested uh, to look, to buy or use a menstrual cup, what should they look at? What are certain aspects to look, to look for? Uh, sure. So just overall, there's kind of two main categories of menstrual cups. The first one is just like the popular kind of established brands of menstrual cups that you probably have heard of before, like the Moon Cup, Diva Cup, Lima Cup, Anakin Eva Cup, things like that. And then there's a bunch of cheap menstrual cups out of China um, that have kind of come onto the market in recent years. And the expensive cups or the good cups cost probably around like 30 USD, while the cheap ones are around 5 to $10. So uh, the good cups, they are made from top quality materials. So they're made from um, uh, medical grade silicon, the vast majority of them. Uh, while the cheap cups are made from silicon, but it's not necessarily medical grade. So uh, the result is that they're just super flimsy, and you once you put them inside your vaginal canal, they won't open fully, where the good cups are a bit stiffer and hold their shape better. So you just hold them and then put them inside your vaginal canal, and they pop open and suction to the to the walls. And that's actually what prevents leaking. Uh, but the cheap cups never, never actually do that. So they'll just leak like crazy, and most people are just so frustrated. 
vitamins that they'll eventually end up giving up, but it's not actually a problem with the menstrual cups. It's just a problem because it's a cheap cup that's poorly made out of poor materials. And those materials are probably, you know, chemical. They're probably not so good to have in your vaginal canal for too long if they're that cheap, I would suspect. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, the medical-grade silicon is approved by the FDA for for use, and it's, made, it's in, actually in a wide variety of products that you would put in or near or around your body, um, or just silicon. It's not necessarily approved for that use. So, um, yeah, and I just... It actually, the cheap cups, they degrade quite easily and um, break down... So the chemicals can potentially like leach out of them while you're wearing them or, yeah, just things like that. Where the top quality cups, um, you can just use them for years and years and they don't really degrade unless you do something like, uh, something crazy, like you sterilize them in a pot of water and then you like boil it dry and it's like stuck to the side of the pot or something and then you're going to ruin your cup. But besides that, it's actually, they're quite durable and... Uh, don't necessarily degrade very easily. And then as far as pricing, I think maybe initially, do you find that people are like, oh, well, if I buy a menstrual cup, that's a lot more expensive than buying my always pad for three fifty nine at the store. Um, do you think people uh, get the cost savings with it over time? Uh, that's actually like one of the main reasons why I think people don't try menstrual cups. They just, and I understand that for sure. If they like go to the drugstore or look on Amazon or whatever, and they see like the Diva cup, for example, is $30. And they think like, what? Like I have to pay that much for a product that I don't know if it's going to work and I can't return it if it doesn't work because it's like a sanitary product. And yeah, they do see like the 359 always pads or like the OB tampons for 499 and I understand that for sure. And some people are, you know, are just like struggling to pay the bills. So it can seem like a big initial upfront cost for sure. But I think the average person, I've seen some studies that show uh, that they spend around 5 to $10 on menstrual care products in a month. So $5 would be just kind of if you have a regular period, but $10 would be more if you have like a very heavy period or a long period or maybe... Uh, yeah, something like that. So uh, if you have like a heavy or long period and you're spending 10 bucks a month, a menstrual cup comes out even in just three months, then you can use it for like whatever, nine and a half more years for free, basically. So if you think about just even the very, like the medium to long term, the cost savings are enormous, actually. So I always try to point that out to people. Like if you just are very short-sighted, yes, it's a bit more expensive, but Anything more than that, like in a few months, you're saving actually a ton of money, like thousands of dollars, actually, over the course of a lifetime. Yeah. And how many tries did it, like, do you feel comfortable from the get-go using your menstrual cup the um, first I mean, time? I, <laughs> I, like, actually struggled at first. Um I, it, it takes most people, I think, like three to four cycles to really get the hang of it. And I just remember when I first, I started with the Diva Cup and I'm over 30. So the Diva Cup company recommends getting their larger size. Uh, so 
I got the larger size, but then over the course of time, I figured out, oh, I actually don't need a large cup. My vaginal canal is actually quite small. So I got actually some smaller cups, and those are the ones I've been using since then, and I found that they just worked so much better. But at first when I was using those larger cups, I was so frustrated because they wouldn't really fully open, and it was leaking, and I always had to wear a pad, and it, like, sometimes it would actually work and actually kind of seal, and I would go you know, like eight hours or 12 hours without having to change it and it wouldn't leak. And I just was like, oh my God, I love menstrual cups so much. <laughs> Things are so amazing. But other days I was so frustrated and and annoyed. So, I mean, it can be a challenge to find like the right size of menstrual cup for sure. It's, it can be tough and it can be frustrating and annoying and you have to clean it and all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, yeah, there is like a learning curve associated with it that does not come with tampons and disposable pads. That's actually quite hard to insert a tampon incorrectly. So, and that's certainly not the case with a menstrual cup. It really does take some practice and effort and, and struggle for most people. Yeah. A special shout out to Tila Cup. They were on the show, um, a few weeks ago, I think like three weeks ago. So they have a new and improved menstrual cup. Um, and um, they, they've they designed Kila Cup with um, a pull string stem and a square grip thing uh, so you can kind of mm-hmm. easily insert and easily remove. So um, I'm just going to give them a shout out now because if there's a way to kind of do it easier, it's worth checking into. But, you know, I think like anything, like whether it's menstrual cups, cloths, it's kind of like I'm going to use the analogy of coffee. Like there's certain, you know, you search out your the coffee that you want to drink in the morning that, that makes you feel good. So as with anything, it's worth being a little curious. Wouldn't you say, Jackie, about finding the right cup that works for you or the right cloth or whatever it is? Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you can do, you have to do some experimentation and practice and, uh, but to me, it's worth it. It's always worth it in the end um, to make the switch to uh, reusable products compared to disposables. Um, Yeah, there's just so many benefits, like health benefits and saving money and better for the environment and things like traveling or sports and that kind of stuff. So I think most people that do make the switch, even though there's a bit of initial struggle, are quite happy with it and actually don't regret, don't regret doing that. Yeah. And so on that note, we're going to take a break and um, we'll be back in a couple minutes to continue our conversation with Jackie Boland. Please take a minute to uh, check out her website, JackieBoland.com, J-A-C-K-I-E-B-O-L-E-N.com and ReusableMenstrualCup.com. We'll be back on the flip side in two minutes. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. 
Visit inspiredtohelp.net for help in feeling more grounded, centered, and relaxed using different energy healing tools. Lorraine Giordano works with women and men in person or via Skype or telephone sessions. You can sign up for a single session or try one of our discounted multi-session packages. We also offer three levels of Reiki classes. Find out more at inspiredtohelp.net. You can even book Lorraine for a workshop or speaking event. Visit inspiredtohelp.net today. Do you get a little nervous or hesitate to discuss topics down there that aren't talked about often? We hear you. Or are you curious to look at frequently discussed topics from a different perspective? Visiting inspiredtohelp.net opens up a whole world of discussion that you may not have known even existed. Lorraine Giordano offers a form of open and frank discussion about those seemingly unmentionable topics down below. Visit now, inspiredtohelp.net. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to the Womb Happy Hour. To reach Lorraine Giordano, her guest, or if you have a comment on the show, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to info at inspiredtohealth.net. Now back to the Womb Happy Hour. Hi, everybody. We're back. And this is your host, Lorraine Giordano, chatting with the lovely Jackie Bolin. And we're having a good combo about non-disposables versus disposables. Like your disposables are your tabs, tams, no, sorry, pads and tampons. Um, whereas we're Jackie's illuminating a lot of uh, great information on non-disposables, um, such as menstrual cups, cloths, and uh, period panties. All right, Jackie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's say you get a cup. Because I, I think also, in a certain way, you get used to using a pad and tampon. You're like, all right, it's in, it's out. I throw it away. I've, you know, I'm done. Um, as far as taking care of your cup, because it's a relationship, right? You got to make sure that you're taking care of it. So what's the best way for you to take care of a menstrual cup? Oh, yeah, for sure you want to take care of a menstrual cup because... You know, you spend that, like, extra money that I mentioned, like, $30 or whatever up front. So uh, it doesn't make any sense to, like, <laughs> treat it poorly and then end up having to, like, throw it out in a couple months or whatever because it stinks or it's, like, the silicone is degraded or whatever. So uh, some of the things that I recommend for cleaning, um, probably the number one tip and the most important thing that you can absolutely remember is uh, to never, ever, ever store your cup in an airtight container. So don't put it into something like a Tupperware container or a Ziploc bag and, like, seal it up uh, between your period. Um, that's the worst thing you can do because it just breeds bacteria and there's any little, you know, things on there are just going to multiply and grow. And it's going to be disgusting, actually, like the next month uh, that you go to use your cup again. So most companies give you a little cloth bag to store your cup in. So I recommend just cleaning it well and then putting it in that cup. And if in that cloth bag and if you don't have a cloth bag you can just uh, put it on something like a piece of paper towel and then just wrap it loosely and put it in your drawer 
until the following month. So that's the first tip I have. And the other tip, the other tips are you can wash it with um, just plain soap and water during your period. So each time you remove it, uh, just wash it well with warm soap and water. And I recommend using a mild soap, something like Dove or Ivory or just a natural soap. Uh, you want nothing with like harsh chemicals or abrasives or microbeads or anything like that. And make sure you wash the soap off well so as not to introduce uh, any sort of like chemicals into your vaginal canal because that can lead to things like yeast infections. So uh, just wash it every time you take it out. And then, um, yeah, at the end of your period, if you want to sanitize it or sterilize it, you can boil it in a pot of water for around five minutes. And I just recommend kind of keeping an eye on it. Um, some people ruin their menstrual cups if they just put it in like a shallow pot with a little bit of water and then they walk away and get distracted by something and they come back later and their cup is like stuck to the side of the pot. So you'll have to probably throw out your menstrual cup if you do that. So yeah, those are my three main tips. Storage and then cleaning during your period and then sterilize it after your period. Yeah, based on your research and experience, I mean, so the vaginal canal has a... Um a specific pH, right? We're supposed to be acidic down there. And so yes. uh, introducing like, uh, you know, like a douche or like a sanitary nap, uh, like a cloth, none of those wipes to make you smell like roses down there, um, that mm. can mess up with your, your pH. Uh, based on your understanding with menstrual cloths, does, does, does a cup have any impact to the, the vaginal pH for a lady? Um, most people um, find that they have fewer yeast infections and uh, incidences of BV, bacterial vaginosis, when they switch to a menstrual cup as compared to tampons. Um, the organic tampons aren't bad, actually. Um, they don't really contain any of the harmful chemicals or pesticides or anything in them. So. Uh, they're not a bad option to consider if you do get something like chronic yeast infection, but you could also try using a menstrual cup uh, because they just come without all those chemicals. And there's, um, they also have the advantage of there's no little like microfibers that stay inside your vaginal canal. So you just take it out and it's this one thing and everything comes out and there's nothing left inside of you. So there's just, um, I think there's less irritation basically in your vaginal canal by using a menstrual cup. So you'll have to see what works for you, but just in my experience and then just from people I've talked to and all the research I've done about it, um, people actually do have fewer infections by making the switch. And another part of that is just that tampons suck out all the moisture in your vaginal canal uh, when you use them. And menstrual cups, instead of absorbing the fluid, they collect the fluid. So your body still has the natural lubrication and all the kind of natural stuff in there. So it's just a way to have a more natural period experience. And um, most people find their bodies are, are actually happier with it and with tampons. That's a really important point about the absorption versus the accumulation of it, of the moisture, mm -hmm. um, with what's going on there. And I, I think for most tampon lovers out there, if you're listening, I think what Jackie was saying about the, um, the uh, I'm drawing a blank, but the little threads that kind of remain in your vaginal canal, um, the little synthetic fibers, which are not mm -hmm. necessarily 
clean, let's say, they they could have some chemicals or toxins. Um, so I think it's worth paying attention, especially if you're getting a lot of um, yeast infections or have a problem with uh, bacterial vaginosis. Which I don't yeah, think, for sure. think a lot of women are, are even aware of what bacterial vaginosis is, Jackie? Um, maybe not, exactly. Um, bacterial vaginosis. Uh, so... Um, Sometimes get confused between yeast infections and bacterial vaginosis, but BV is the one where it's the fishy smell to it, and there's also like some irritation and that kind of thing. So it's kind of the opposite of a yeast infection. So um, one of them, bacteria, is uh, taking over in BV, and then in a yeast infection, the yeast is taking over inside your vaginal canal. So that's kind of just the very basic, basic understanding of it, as far as I know. Yeah, and the one thing, sometimes you're not even smelly if you have bacterial vaginosis, but it can impact, like, your fertility, and if you have bacterial vaginosis, like, it has an impact, like, a uh, impact to fertility, pregnancy, um, even carrying babies. So, it's important. I think more people need to be aware of bacterial vaginosis. I think yeast infections yeah, for- are more uncomfortable. Yeah, you could actually, like, just, um, yeah, if you have a yeast infection, most people would go to the doctor and take some action. It's so itchy and, like, uncomfortable. Where BV, it's uh, less uncomfortable. So uh, you might know there's something wrong with it, but it's not so uncomfortable that you would go to the doctor. But it's actually, like, yeah, as you mentioned, has some serious kind of side effects to it. So it's definitely worth going to the doctor or getting checked out in that case as well. Just um, Yeah, another thing to be aware of, definitely. And then that's where the, like, I think companies take advantage of women. So if you're worried about having a fishy smell, like, then you're like, oh, let me buy this over-the-counter product that has toxins in it, like a douche or something, and to make you smell pretty there. Whereas those products are risky. Like, douching increases your risk of ovarian cancer by, it doubles your risk. So, ladies, this thing is important to, to pay attention to. Yeah, I'm actually just writing a blog post right now about the, I was just in the middle of it before doing this call about like the top five things to never put into your vagina and douches and vaginal soaps uh, were two of those things. And I was actually surprised when I saw, I was doing some research and I saw, yeah, as you mentioned, the risk of cervical cancer increases and the risk of like um, early term pregnancies are delivering your too early. And it's like, if you want to get pregnant, but are douching, it reduces your risk of pregnancy and things like that. So it's just, I had no idea that actually there was these kind of serious, serious things that could happen from, from using douches. So uh, yeah. yeah, I just hope I, I really appreciate you spreading the word or just mentioning that. And I want to mention that actually more on my blog. I just, I actually had no idea until today I just thought it was kind of this thing that I didn't use, but I just thought it was kind of harmless and just whatever. But it's actually not. It's actually, like, not a great thing for your body at all. It's very, it's, it's, it should be taken off the market, in my opinion. And I think it's affecting African-American women more and um, Asian women. I think the incidences um, are quite dramatic for those women. Mm. I mean, for all women, mm. but it's even for those groups. So I look forward to reading your blog, Jackie, about it. Ah, yeah, thank you. Yeah, it should be up pretty soon. So, yeah. All right, and then um, what are some of what are some of the negatives? 
we talked a lot about the positives. Um, but what do you think some of the negatives are to reusables or non-disposables? Um, I think, like, we've already touched on them a little bit. So with uh, menstrual cups, the learning curve associated with them. Oh, you're right. People, yeah. Yeah, some people just, like, never get the hang of it and eventually give up or – and also the initial upfront cost with both pads, uh, just, or reusable cloth pads and tampons, uh, both of those. And uh, with cloth pads, you have to, and with menstrual cups too, I guess it's the same, you have to deal with them when you're done with them. So you have to sterilize them and keep them clean and wash them and store them somewhere. Uh, where with pads and tampons, you know, they're just so simple. You just take them out, throw them in the trash, and then you don't have a second thought about them. You take the other tampon out of your backpack or purse, put it in, and you're, like, good to go. You don't really – you have to shop for them every once in a while. But, I mean, besides that, they're so easy to use. And they're not friendly to the environment, but they're user-friendly, I guess. And, you know, you can borrow one from your friend and just whatever. They're They're just simple. So – I, I think those are kind of the big negatives to reusables, for sure. Um, yeah, and finding the right one, obviously, is a little bit harder with uh, reusables. You know, with, like, tampons, you have a choice of the mini or the regular or the jumbo and the applicator or not the applicator. And that's that's about as far as you have to go with thinking about it, where... I mean, menstrual cups, there's obviously, like, so many choices on the market. Probably, I would estimate there's, like, 50 to 100 menstrual cups to choose from, and there's different sizes and all of that. So it can be, like, a little bit overwhelming. And same with cloth pads. There's just so many brands and different materials and different benefits. And, yeah, so it can be tough, for sure. All right. And um, before we go to break, uh as far as cloth pads, and you talked about some pros and cons to that, do you see them, do you see anything coming up, like 2018, 2019, of um, some enhancements to kind of make them maybe, you know, less, um, any enhancements that would make them more appealing, you know, as far as wearing about um, leaking? There's honestly, like, in the menstrual cup world, there's, like, a whole bunch of new menstrual cups that I'm super impressed by, and... Like the one you just mentioned, I think the Kila Cup and um, the company who made the Keeper Cup, the first menstrual cup, they're introducing a new one, the Zoflow, and I'm impressed by that one. And it's just like there's new materials and kind of some innovation going into it. Um, but in terms of cloth menstrual pads, I mean, I haven't been impressed really by any of the ones that I've seen or that I've tried really in – I mean, I've been generally impressed with them all. But, I mean, there's not really one that, like, stands out – above the others or that I would necessarily recommend over the other ones. Um, most of the innovation, I guess, comes in terms of design and style and patterns, but in terms of, like, actual absorbency and not leaking and things like that, um, there isn't that much new to them, actually. Unfortunately, I wish I wish I had a better answer to that or a more positive answer to that, but I, but I don't. Good to know. Good to know. All right, so on that note, we're going to take a break, and we'll be back in a couple of minutes. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. 
Visit InspiredToHealth.net for help in feeling more grounded, centered, and relaxed using different energy healing tools. Lorraine Giordano works with women and men in person or via Skype or telephone sessions. You can sign up for a single session or try one of our discounted multi-session packages. We also offer three levels of Reiki classes. Find out more at InspiredToHealth.net. You can even book Lorraine for a workshop or speaking event. Visit InspiredToHealth.net today. Do you get a little nervous or hesitate to discuss topics down there that aren't talked about often? We hear you. Or are you curious to look at frequently discussed topics from a different perspective? Visiting InspiredToHealth.net opens up a whole world of discussion that you may not have known even existed. Lorraine Giordano offers a form of open and frank discussion about those seemingly unmentionable topics down below. Visit now, InspiredToHealth.net. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to the Womb Happy Hour. To reach Lorraine Giordano, her guest, or if you have a comment on the show, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to info at inspiredtohealth.net. Now back to the Womb Happy Hour. Hi, everybody. We're back from break. You're listening to the Womb Happy Hour with our guest today, Jackie Bolin. We are touching on so many important uh, topics. Uh, and if you haven't had a chance, please check out her, her reusablemenstrualcup.com site uh, for additional information. She does a lot of research on different um, disposable products, or non-disposable products, sorry. And um, Jackie, so in December, you did a guest blog for um, Inspired to Health, my website, which was Mm -hmm. amazing, awesome. And um, you uh, shared some information about menstrual cups to look at for 2018, like the best menstrual cups based on your reviews. So what are the cups, for those that didn't read the blog, what are the cups that you recommend and why do you recommend them? Uh, Sure. So uh, that's actually not the easiest question. Um, There's probably about uh, 15 menstrual cups on the market that I would actually recommend. So when I did that blog post for you, choosing only three of them was not that easy, but um, I did narrow it down. So One of the ones that I always recommend is the Diva Cup. Um, It's kind of the most popular menstrual cup in the world, and it's often just the name Diva Cup is synonymous with uh, menstrual cup in the same way like Kleenex and tissue or rollerblades and whatever. So um, it's out of Canada, and uh, it's just a top-quality cup that's kind of like the standard size and the standard... um, materials and kind of standard everything. So it's the cup to which all others are compared. So 
I often recommend starting with that one, and then if you're not happy with it, switching to another one. And it actually will be quite easy for you to find which one will work for you because everyone compares themselves to the Diva Cup. Um, yeah, maybe it's just because I'm Canadian. I always recommend it. But, um, <laughs> Go Canada! <laughs> I'm always high gauge for Canada, so it's like the only one really that's made here. And uh, I love that it's probably the best. Not the best, but one of the most popular ones in the world. And it's if you're going to find one in a drugstore, in a local drugstore, it probably will be the Diva Cup. So, um, yeah, if you do see it, just pick it up and don't worry about it. It's a great cup. So you really can't go wrong uh, with that one. So, And uh, one of the other ones that I recommend is the Maluna Cup, and it's made in Europe. Uh, it's interesting in that it's made from thermoplastic elastomer, TPE. Uh, most other cups are made from medical-grade silicon, so this is a bit unusual. Um, the thing I love is that it's about half uh, the price of something like the Diva Cup, and there's also like a ton of sizes. So there's the regular length and the shorty one if you have a low cervix, and there's the small, medium, large, extra large of each of those versions. Um, unlike most other companies, which only offer like a small and a large size. So uh, the Maluna Cup, you can find a size that is pretty much guaranteed to fit you. I would actually be really surprised if you couldn't find this because they make some of the longest and the shortest cups, the smallest capacity, the highest capacity, <laughs> and everything in between. So, um, yeah, that's why I recommend checking out the Maluna Cup. But it's not that easy to find them. Um, in North America, so they're easier to find in Europe. So you might actually have quite a bit better luck uh, finding the Maluna or the Diva Cup than the Maluna Cup. And then um, the last one that I recommended in that blog post was uh, the Ruby Cup. Uh, it's a really good menstrual cup, um, but the reason that I recommend it is because they have a buy one donate one program. So. Uh, for every cup that they sell, they donate one to a person in need. And to date, they've given away um, around 24,000 menstrual cups. So, Which is amazing. I love that. It's amazing, yeah. And I really hope that they will, that other menstrual cup companies will kind of follow Ruby Cup's lead and start offering some of the same programs, which I think would be amazing. And that has huge potential to, like, change the world. Just imagine if, like... Uh, menstruating people in third world countries had a menstrual cup. It's just like, it's a kind of a game changer for like days of missed work and missed school and economic opportunities and all that kind of stuff. So that's why I always recommend this cup. It's expensive, but because of that fact, I love them. And yeah, I just hope other companies kind of feel pressure to offer a similar program for their menstrual cups too, to make a difference in the world. Yes, I hope some of these companies are listening. And so they, they get the message. <laughs> yes, for sure. Uh, do you have, um, for the 15 that you would recommend, is that on your site? Do you recommend people check it out? Do you have them listed? Um, if you go to my website, I have uh, just like reusablemenstrualcup.com and then slash home. I have my top 10 menstrual cups listed. So, uh, yeah, just check out that list and you can definitely find find a cup. So I have things like the Diva Cup and then the Anakin Even Cup, uh, the Moon Cup, and just kind of all the big names in the Metro Cup world. So, yeah, if you want some additional choices, you can, you can check that out as well. 
Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. And I think that, um, and I've mentioned it a few times on different shows, but the innovation going on is really exciting. And that's where the opportunity is, I think. Um, and, and that's where the conversation expands, people's awareness of like the different options that you have. But I do think for ladies out there, curiosity, like giving something new a try, it, it could be worth, um, even if it's a few extra dollars long term, it could benefit your health, the planet, and your pocketbook. So yeah. we're gonna have to, yeah, we're gonna have to start wrapping up the show. But Jackie, thank you so much for sharing all your your um, reasonable wisdom with us. Ah, thanks so much for having me and giving me the opportunity just to spread the word even further about uh, reusable products. Yes, and so I'd love to have you do another blog and then have you come back on the show. Um, and I. I Thank you for your passion for uh, spreading the word. Um, and everyone, again, if you would like to contact Jackie, check out her website. And I'm going to spell her name, J-A-C-K-I-E-B-O-L-E-N.com. That's Jackie Bolin. And please look at her website, reusablemenstrualcup.com. And uh, she's on Twitter, Bolin underscore Jackie. And Pinterest, it's Jackie K-B-O-R-E-A, and she's on Google+, and on Facebook, she's on Menstrual Cups, one, two, three, four, or that's her at Menstrual Cups, one, two, three, four. So again, big, big hug of thanks, Jackie. We'll be in touch. Uh, You're welcome. Thanks for having me. It's my pleasure. And uh, I'd like to thank everyone for listening, and um, we'll be back next week. If you'd like to get a hold of me, please check out my website, inspiredtohealth.net. You can find me on Twitter, Inspire the Number Two Health, and on Facebook at Inspired to Health. And um, remember to spend some little, some well, not little, but send some love and light and some attention to down there by your womb, by your hara. And um, I hope you have a great week. And this is your host, Lorraine Giordano, signing off from the Womb Happy Hour. Big warm hug. Bye, everyone. Thank you for joining us for the Womb Happy Hour. Be sure to tune in again for another edition featuring your host, Lorraine Giordano, next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have an excellent week.